Parshas Shlach. After the Miraglim came back, and Hashem said that they're not going to be able to go into Eretz Yisrael, Hashem says, And you have tested me these ten times. So we can ask, why is an Avera, why are the Averas in the Midbar called tests? That Kalisol tested Hashem. And the, this Pasuk says, Eser Pa'amim, that they tested Hashem ten times. And in the mission in Perkei Avis, in Perkei, it says that there were ten times that Kalisol tested Hashem. And the Gemara in Erechen lists out the ten. And the ten go till Chet HaMiraglim. So first of all, why is it called an Esayin? Why isn't it called a Chet? And only these ten are called an Esayin. Kalisol has other Averis that they did that are listed in Sefer Bamidbar after the Chet HaMiraglim. And only these are called Nesyoinus. And we don't have to go through the whole list, but there's the Chet of Meimariva that Kalisol was involved in, and Pa'or, and other Chatoim that Kalisol did in the Midbar. And those are not part of the Ten Nesyoinus, and they're not even called Nesyoinus. They're just called Averis. So why are these called Nesyoinus, and why does the list of Nesyoinus stop at the Chet HaMiraglim? So the Lashem says a very big Yisoid in all the things that happened in the Midbar, and it's an unbelievable Yisoid in Bitochen, really a continuation of the point that we were discussing last week. The Lashem says that we have to know that in every Chet that Klal did in the Midbar, that's attributed to Klal there were a few people that did it. And it's taka like that. In the later Chatoim, that only the people that participated in the Chet were punished, and not always were they punished right away, and it was a small number of people that participated in the Chet. But in these ten Chatoim, even though only a small number participated in the Chet, all of Kalisol is included in the Chet. And all of Kalisol is included in the way that it's stated, Then Hashem says that Kalisol tested me ten times. Why is it attributed to all of Kalisol? Says the Lashem that only a few people did the chait, but the rest of the nation did not make a macho. They didn't protest when they saw something was going on. Now, why didn't they do that? This was for a very specific reason. Klalisol was on the highest Madriga possible. They were coming out of Matan Torah and Yitzhiyus Mitzrayim, and they were living in the Ananiya covered, and they were eating the man, and they were learning Torah from Moshe Rabbeinu, and they were on the highest. Ruchni is the Madriga possible. They had the Mishkan and they had Ashuras Ashchina. And it was an unbelievable, unbelievable Matzev. And this was supposed to carry with them into Eretz Yisrael and they would build the Besam Mikdash and it would be Tikkun Asholim and they would grow Iliachar Ilui level after level. They would grow till what we're waiting for in Mashiach times. Now, they were worried. Shema Yigram Hachet, like we spoke about last week means they thought that this is a wonderful situation and this is an unbelievable matzav. This is as good as it gets. But what's going to happen if we do an Aveira? Will Hashem stay with us even if we do an Aveira? And they were constantly worried that maybe when I do, when we do Averis, because it is possible that someone's going to fall into an Aveira, it's quite probable that people will make mistakes and throughout all the dairies that are going to come, someone's gonna, people are going to be nechshel, people are going to do averis, and what's going to be then? 
Will Hashem stick with us then? Will Hashem be able to hold us and keep us in this unbelievable matziv? Keep us in this great situation that we're in with the Ananiya Kovid and Moshe Rabbeinu and the Mon. And even when they go into Etisol with Hashem Hashchina and the Beis Hamikdash, will be we will Hashem tolerate us and hold us close, even if we do averes. And that was their lack of bitachin. They didn't have bitachin in Hashem that Hashem will stay with them, even if they'll be chayte. They were thinking Shema Yigrim Hachet, and therefore, when an avera happened, they didn't protest. They weren't moicha. Why? Because it wasn't that they were going to go do an Avera to test Hashem. But when an Avera happened, they sort of let it go. They were malam ayin. They ignored the fact that there was an Avera happening because they wanted to, so to speak, see what Hashem will do. And will Hashem stay with us even though there's a chait going on? Now, in reality, Hashem would have stayed with them even though they fell in a chait. But to test, to test is a different story. A person should have bitachin that Hashem will stay with him even if he does averis, like we spoke last week, and he shouldn't say Shem Yigram Achet, because as long as a person is trying, and he's an El Chayid, and he's doing what he's supposed to be doing, then he has a right and a responsibility to be bitach in Hashem, to trust in Hashem. And he shouldn't say, but maybe Hashem won't do it for me. Maybe I'm too small. Maybe I'm insignificant. Maybe I have averis. Who says I deserve? No, every person deserves, and every person has the right and the responsibility to trust in Hashem, and not to say Shem Yigram Achet. But, Klaudisol in the Midbar, what they were doing here was a test. Means if someone has a relationship, and in that relationship they trust that the other, the one that they're trusting in, will stand by them even if they slip, even if they fall, and that is something that a person should trust in, and the other person will fulfill that trust, and they will stand by them even if they fall. But to test, to go and test the other one, the other person, and to Bedav could do something to see if they'll stay with them even if they fall. That's not called falling. That's not called trusting. That's a chisarn in the whole bitachan. So in reality, Hashem would have stayed with them through every chait. But to test is a different story. To test, they already lost. That's already losing out in the relationship. And we, of course, we don't understand the chatoim of the, that heligedor. But we have to learn from what is told to us that they fell in their madrega and applied to our own madrega, like we said last week. Not to say, not to say that, who says I deserve it? Who says Hashem will do it for me? I know Hashem could do it, but who says He'll do it for me? Yes, every, each and every person has the right and the responsibility to trust in Hashem, that the Ebeshter will fulfill his bitachin, he'll fulfill his trust in Him. And a person should trust in Hashem and never say, who says I deserve it? Who says Hashem will do it for me? And the Ebeshter should help us, that we should takbi zoiche, to keep up this level of trust, to keep up this relationship with Hashem, knowing that He'll stand with us through all situations. I didn't Shabbos.